Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! The martini, shaken not stirred. Hello, kiddies! You may fire when ready. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! Welcome back, family. We are the Eclectic Collective, and we still sit around wondering what air on a G-string means. I have no idea. No idea. Yeah, see? Do you know? No, you don't. Nobody knows. Mm -mm. But it's an amazing song. (laughs) I'm Matt. I'm Ryan. I'm Micah. I'm Jim. Today we have our first unplugged episode with an amazing duo, Suitcase Souls. With Marcy Coleman and Kyle Prezina. Did I pronounce that right? You got it. Perfect. All right. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank We're excited you for having to be here. us. Did you like how I had to slow it down because ever since you introduced me to your group, I always say that suitcase souls. Oh, the little. Yeah, it's very <laughs> easy to. Uh, yeah. Suitcase souls. About the Asian dish. <laughs> it does kind of sound like Asian cuisine. I would like the suitcase souls with a side of rice. Yeah. <laughs> We're excited to have you on and to hear a couple of your songs. But before we jump into your music, I've noticed that you two are Marvel fans. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So, you know, Crazy. being that we're all nerds here, we, we have to talk about Endgame. What did you think? Oh, my, oh my gosh. What a loaded question. <laughs> I, I thought for all of the characters that that movie has. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it did really well mm-hmm. and also it was also, I was so I was so emotional because I was really sad that it was like one the end. Yeah. And then two of the characters that you just fall in love with. So Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, oh we've already people on the show. Don't we're know. beyond spoiler say, alerts now. The, the I think spoiler, we're good. They haven't yeah. taken advantage of the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's too it's, late. We're we're done with the spoilers. But I feel like <laughs> it was so. It was really good to see some characters, you know, like Iron Man, Cap, you know, Captain America, like have like a solid ending. Yeah. But also, it was just so sad. I was like, no. It's but it's, it's sad it's, it's because it, it's the end of the era, and it yeah. was. I thought it was pretty yeah. good closure, but mm-hmm. it's it's you know we got a new era coming up, and I think for us, yeah. one of the things we've been talking about is we need to know what that new era is now. Mm. And yeah. we're, we're just sitting there waiting, and so I don't, we don't know what's coming. So. Well, like the Spider-Man trailer, have y'all watched that? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. And they're like, it was kind of like, you know, opening the door maybe for the mul- Spider-Man. The multiverse. Yeah. They opened up the multiverse, they which did. is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know, probably at the Comic-Con in July, they'll announce, because they, they've already said that there's what, 
three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies coming out in the next five years. Yeah. So uh, you'll probably have your Phase Four drop at Comic Con this probably year. Probably D twenty three or D twenty three. Yeah, they said so. They put up uh, was it three, six, eight? They put up eight unnamed Marvel movies. They got mm-hmm. two next year, three the year after, the three the year after that. But mm, we wow. don't know what they are yet. That's so cool, though. But I loved. I mean, I, they set it up though for the characters to like come back. Yeah. You oh know, yeah. Really well, like Captain Marvel. She's well, awesome. Yeah, you know and she's coming back. She's coming back. Black Panther has to have a second movie. Oh, of, of course. course. Well, you know, the ones they did a good job of uh, retiring the ones who started it and yeah. continue yeah. it with the ones right. who just came in. Right. Mm-hmm. I was shocked I, that that Thor's still in it though. I, th- I thought Thor would go I away. I feel like that is kind of up in the air as far yeah. as like. No, they're already talking yeah. about. They're already talking about the fact that now they're ready. They're finally ready to bring in Adam Warlock, which is a part of the Thor story. So okay. to see oh. with with Thor being he, you know, from not from Earth, he right. can his movies can introduce new characters from different galaxies and stuff like that. So sure. yeah. he's like the only original that could help further the MCU. And, yeah. and, and Kevin Feige did um, announce that they are in talks with um, what's-his-face to do a, a Thor 4. Well, you know yeah, what? Chris I, I like yeah. that idea because I feel like his first two movies didn't get enough Mm-mm. attention. I yeah. like And the they score. weren't. <laughs> and, yeah. Like, his first two movies, they kind of sucked. And um, well, maybe the second one was okay, but the first one was like, <coughs> Micah but hates see, Dark World. Now he I like this girl. Dark World. She <laughs> yeah. said exactly what I said. See, you were there, and then now you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I like my superhero stuff. But I, Thor was, that ending was a little weird for me. I was like, he's fat? Like, yeah. What? Like, yeah. That, it, it, hey, it seemed weird. They gave fat guys a cosplay. <laughs> yeah. So we insane. now they have gave, hope. Yeah, we now have hope that we can cosplay, and people will go, yeah. Oh Instead God. of, hey, that fat guy's dressing up as Thor. <laughs> also, Chris Hemsworth did say he'll play Thor as long as I the fans will let him. Wow. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. Well, they really did cool. do they did do as Guardians of the Galaxy in the comics, didn't they? <laughs> yes, they did. That's with that, that little ending though with him and Chris Pratt was so great. Mm-hmm. We were talking about we need we need them to do uh Guardians three and it, it needs to have an opening scene. With uh, them two on treadmills trying to compete with each other to get <laughs> to get fit again, so that'd be great. That'd be so, are there any other movies that you're excited about coming out this summer, or is it over now that the MCU is done until Spider Man? Probably, yeah. Spider Man's the only one. I, I seriously like. I don't care about going to the movie movie theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to only see the action films because okay. I feel like that experience is just so much better in the theater. <laughs> and we get that's the one time that we get our popcorn and a Coke. <laughs> we go all out. We yeah. go all out when Ooh, we go to the movies. Splurge time. We, we, we get splurge. Yeah, we get the combo. All right. Well, let's jump in, guys. Uh, we we get, we have some questions. We want to get to know you a lot better. We want our uh, fans to become your fans and vice versa. If we could help each mm-hmm. other out here, yeah. Absolutely. So let's jump in. So uh, tell us, give us your your or- origination story. So how did Suitcase Souls come to be? Sure. So obviously, Suitcase Souls is comprised of us two, mm-hmm. and uh, we met in Memphis. We were both students at a school called Visible Music College, and so I was studying songwriting there, and Marcy was studying worship leading, and. Um, we yeah. Long story short, we met there, and um, after a, a few years of, of me being too nervous to talk to her, I finally got up the courage, 
And um, yeah, so I mean, I think it was probably our first or second date that it was like, well, what do you want to do with your life? Oh, this is what I want to do with my life. Mm. I kind of want to like, you know, write songs and tour the world and, uh, you know, write songs for the church and lead worship. And we're like, oh, that's, that's pretty much what I want to do too. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, for a girl at least, you're like, oh, this doesn't normally happen. Like where I'm talking so you know, easily with someone about like what I'm, I know I'm called to do. And it was just nice. I was like, Oh, this is nice. Mm -hmm. He wants to do the same thing I do. (laughs) And it was just like, it was like, ding, ding, ding. Like, hello, Marze, flash, flash. He's your husband. Um, (laughs) um, Like, yeah. So I I knew very shortly after that, like after that date, I was like, Oh, this is the guy I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So, so I'm curious, did the music part or the relationship part come first? That's such a tough oh, question. I'm sure no, it is. I think it's. I, no, yeah, I think it was, I think it's the music part because he was like he he liked me. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of friend zoned him for a while. Uh, um, a good while. Uh, we feel it's so you nice. Know. It's so nice that you can admit that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows. But he like he was one to like te- help me with my music theory. Yeah, and so that's mm-hmm. kind of how he like wanted to spend more time with me is to help me with mm-hmm. my music theory. And then um, he did ask me to sing on a couple of projects that he was working on. And w- I have to tell this story because I don't think I've ever told this story to anyone. Publicly. We love stories. But love there was them. a project he was working on. He wrote a song. It's called Chance Like Magic. And the lyrics are literally like, Chance Like Magic, Let This Happen. Oh. And I was completely like... I don't know. Like Way I was just like, Kyle. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics because I was like, oh, I, oh my gosh, I'm getting to record, you know. And then later I realized I was like, that was like, you know, prophetic almost in a way that you were like singing these songs and you wrote that song and we were singing. So it everybody, together. Kyle is becoming then, a superhero today because he's proven to everybody <laughs> you can't escape the friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. you can. Yeah, absolutely can. And yeah, it was it was pretty pretty good after that. After our relationship grew, we were like, Oh yeah, let's do music together. So um uh so Marcy, let's pose pose this to you. Who has been your musical inspiration throughout your life? I mean you don't have to cite everything. Oh, let's man. just go down the top. You know, who are who are your your top well, inspirations? I have to give a shout out to T Swift. Okay. Um I for those hey. who don't know, that is Taylor Swift. Swift. Or, or t- <laughs> for our unhip audience. Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. I just, I, I, I um, look up to her so much. She's um, she's just a good songwriter. She, I like the way that she can tell a story through a song. And um, I also, like, I don't know, just everything she does is just great. Um, just don't build a birdcage in your living room when you Yeah. <laughs> when you um, I also, I would say, as far as, like, um, I'm a huge, like, I'm a CCM artist as well. And so in that area, um, Brooke Frazier from Hillsong. She's okay. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She is probably also a huge influence because she's also, like, an amazing songwriter for worship and for the church. And she's a good performer. Um She's up there, and then um, I don't know. Uh, I really like Sarah Reeves right now. I don't know if y'all heard of her, but her music is really, you know, poppy and uplifting. I really like pop music in general mm-hmm. because I just like the way that that music and that style can really just be super singable, and it can make people feel, you know, kind of like in a good mood. And um, and you can dance to it. You can dance to it exactly. <laughs> I think mm. I like that part the most because I'm. 
you just need that, that those moments in your car and you're just like, yes, I want to dance to this right now and you feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I think those couple of people are in the top of the list. All right. So Kyle, same question to you. Who's been your inspiration? Yeah, for sure. So I'm wearing a Switchfoot <coughs> shirt right now. Oh, so I do have to get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I've been following them since I was a little kid. Like you remember those like um, Bible verse challenges, you know, when yeah. you're, when you're using yeah, it, yeah. all I got you know, with Switchfoot CDs when I, when I would get to the end of each challenge, challenge, you know, so like ever since, um, I was a little kid, I've been listening to them. And so John Foreman's writing, um, I feel like he is really good at writing lyrics that have depth and have good meaning, but also are just good, you know, good songwriting and they just flow well together. And, um, and so he's definitely an inspiration for sure. And then I'm on a big um, Chris Stapleton kick right oh, now. Oh yeah, I love Chris. Yeah. I just have so listened good. to all of his stuff and then and then all over again. And so um, <clears throat> definitely, he, he just I just don't think the man has is able to write a bad lyric. He just yeah. so and his good. voice really good. his voice helps too. So man. yeah, so yeah, man, he's a he's a big inspiration as okay, well. Okay, I, I gotta ask a question. Do you guys have being musicians and you know we're a lot of us or musicians or have been around musicians our entire life. Do you have any fun tour stories that you could tell us (laughs) cities that you didn't expect to be as fun or a show that you're like, Oh, I just don't want to do this. And then end up being the best show you've ever done or anything like that. Hmm. And, we, and with the caveat that this yeah. is a PG-13 show. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that rules out my first seven stories. <laughs> we'll save kidding. those for just off kidding. the record. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just That's kidding. <laughs> but um, we haven't done that much touring together yet as a band. We're a brand new band. Yeah. Okay. Um, but right. individually, we've traveled a lot. Um, right. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be your band. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah story Individually. Individually. Or or, well... I, I, okay, well, I'm not going to say this because our... Safe space, Marcy. You're, you're good here. We love stories. Well, yes, we do. I don't know. I, I just, like, my friend here from Alabama is, is in the room. And, like, I will say that that little trip, I he was in an alternate rock band, alternative rock band. And, um, and we just, like, me and my other friend got in the car. We're like, I don't know where we're going to go see them play. Someplace in Alabama, whatever. And we showed up, and it was a horse ranch. And um, I've done those shows. Yeah, but we, well, he, they weren't playing at the horse ranch, but we showed up and we met these awesome people. We pet the horses, and then it was we went to go see them play at this massive stage, and it, it was just kind of like cool. I was like, okay, this is a fun little trip unexpected i pet horses and then i get to go see him play and then we went swimming in the lake it was just like one of those weekends you're just like okay this is a perfect weekend um but yeah i kind of i'm looking forward to those weekends where we're doing that together but Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely so So, many good memories there so um that kind of answers that question so exactly how long have you been a duo together how long has it been going on well we've officially launched in january like we've been playing and gigging and stuff together for years Mm -hmm. but that was only just in memphis and it was just you know coffee shops and friday night gigs at a restaurant like that's the only places that we really played Mm -hmm. um and so we officially launched our first song in our 
project in January. And so we've, we've done, we've traveled a couple of places together um, as the duo, but just not enough to say okay. we have the mm-hmm. craziest stories yet. But so I mean, I I'm going to, uh, that's cool. Um, I want, I'm going to, I'm going to tell a story real quick. Um, Matt's keeping the reins on me from going down too much of a rabbit hole, but um, I love telling this story. So um, I was a musician for 15 years and my favorite story to tell is my very first live performance ever. Uh, we, um, uh, I was in a, um, uh, I guess you'd call it a rock band. I mean, we weren't really heavy. Which one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you were in like 17 rock bands. Which one, Jimmy? We it went was, to all it of was them. Typic- it was typically, let's get down to the point. It was really the same band. It just went through like 32 different variations. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I guess this would have been subsonic. Mm-hmm. We ended with subsonic. tragedy Kings. Tragedy Kings was the one that, uh, almost got signed, but, um, so, uh, my very first live performance ever, um, not to put any pressure on me, but, uh, we decided to do a fourth play a fourth of July gig. And so we put on a festival. We got a, there's a bar owner. Uh, we were really good friends with, a, um, of a bar owner. It used to be called the boardroom. I have no idea what it's called today, but it's, uh, on Hermitage Avenue. Hermitage Avenue overlooks the downtown skyline. And so that used to be a hot spot. You can't do it anymore, but that used to be a hot spot for people going on 4th of July and sitting up on a grassy knoll and a ton of people would gather to watch the fireworks. So we got with him and we did a rooftop festival and we're putting together this festival. We kind of got caught up in putting the festival together and booking the bands and getting the production and getting everything. And we really didn't pay attention to the fact that this was our first live performance and we were the main act and we really didn't pay attention to how this was going to turn out. And so the festival goes on throughout the day. Bands are coming in and out. It's a decent crowd. And we were all like, man, this is pretty cool. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, a whole lot of people, but it throughout the day, but as the night, as it kept getting closer to night and closer to firework time, the crowd kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so the goal was we were going, our lead guitar player was going to play the Star Spangled Banner the second the fireworks ended and we were going to go into our set. By the time that happened, there were about 15,000 people gathered around that bar outside. And he, we were, we, we were seeing this crowd, our very first show. And we were like, uh, we started shaking the sweat started coming out and I mean, we were crazy, but we went into it and played it and it was insane. And then, then we started touring and we started playing for like, you know, houses of, you know, four people <laughs> around the country and everything. Yes, yeah. And it just kind of, it kind of went downhill after our first show, but yeah, that was an insane, that sounds amazing. it was, it was an amazing first show. But it really set an an unreal expectation (laughs) for touring. Well, you know what they say, Jim. From there, everything's downhill. It is. It was downhill from there for us. But that still sounds like a killer show, though. Oh, it was fantastic! And what was great? Nobody left. We we uh, the fireworks ended. Our lead guitar player played the Star Spangled Banner, and everybody just turned around and started watching us. That's Nobody amazing. left. Wow. Yes. That's wow. so cool. See, I, I feel like my story was super lame. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he has, I'm sure Kyle has like so many yeah, stories. Speaking of unrealistic expectations, um, so my band that I used to be in back in Memphis, Airside, um, 
we got an opportunity to play in Europe a couple times. Ooh. Which sounds really cool, right? That yeah. does sound very cool. <laughs> but um, when and it actually was cool, it was super cool, but it wasn't what we expected. Um, we played like a high school tour with a ministry group called Exit Tour. Mm-hmm. It was associated with um, Josiah Venture. Anyway, it was really, really awesome. We got a chance to kind of um, use our music to share the gospel and to just give some encouragement to some teenage kids and stuff. But like, uh, kind of like this situation with the Star Spangled Banner and with the, with the fireworks, rather, um, these kids, it was just like their last hour of school was just like free. So they packed all the kids in the entire school into this tiny gymnasium. Oh, wow. And they were just stuck with us for like <laughs> for, for like an hour. So we're like, this is amazing. Captive we, audience. Literally captive audience. Yeah. And so, uh, man, but it was, it was a really good time that, you know, we're playing playing crazy covers and it was like, you know, big sound system stage, fog, lights, like the whole deal. And uh, definitely felt super cool. And we're like, man, when we come back to Europe, we're going to have... We never... Long uh, cut to the ending. We never went back to Europe. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I wouldn't let them. No. No. That's, our, the, that's one kidding. thing. That's one of the things I missed was not being able... We got to, I got to travel the entire country, but I never got to play overseas anywhere. Mm. Um, so shoot for the stars in this. Who... I mean, like, just, just reach, dream in here. Who would you love to share the stage with? You if you go got first. the chance. And you can't say Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. No, um, I think, I don't know. There's so many awesome artists that I think we would fit the bill for, um, like Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Um, they're one of our favorites. They're one of our favorites. Um, I mean, I feel like it, it would be totally redundant to play with Johnny Swim, but they're a huge influence for us as, mm-hmm. a, as a duo. Um, I, I, I think, honestly, like, Somebody like John Mayer would kind of be cool because he's pretty oh, great. Because, you just made Matt happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like, you know, I mean, we, we do want to play on big stages someday. And so like, if we could be an opening act for somebody like that, that's like got their own like specific genre, but mm. also like kind of in the pop air, you know, yeah. genre. So like, I feel like somebody like that would be really cool to yeah. um, open up for or to like headline for, I don't know, just everywhere. That'd like be cool. two for me would be on the pop slash country route would be Casey Musgraves and Marin Morris. Oh, oh Casey yeah. Musgraves. they're like my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I think Marcy that. wants to change her answer. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why he needs to answer first. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to do, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Casey Musgraves right now. I'm on a huge Casey Musgraves kick. Oh, yeah. She's so great. Oh, Love by her. the way, Casey Musgraves, congratulations on all your awards and Entertainer yes. of the mm-hmm. Year. This that well was earned. that took too long for you to get, yeah. I and agree. I'm so I glad agree. that you got them. That's I a good agree. word. I agree. Okay, so uh, don't think we've touched on this. One, let's do one more question before we break for a song. Um, what's the uh, origin of the name Suitcase oh, sure. Souls? So it's kind of it came from a time when I was. Uh, Sweeping floors late at night at a coffee shop restaurant uh, that I used to work at back in Memphis. And this was probably like maybe like 2012, 2013. We weren't together. We were not together, but I was just um, the name just kind of came to me personally. This is before I even really knew Marcy. Um, Suitcase Souls is kind of just the idea of everybody being on a journey 
and also being, um, let's see, what's the way to say it? Just uh, that life is a journey and that um, if you can take that journey together, you know, with other people, um, it makes it a lot better. And so uh, to kind of be okay with, uh, with not being so tied to life and the things of this world, but um, just enjoying the journey. So that's kind of where Suitcase Souls came from. And then later, uh, when we started the band, I kind of said, hey, I've got this idea for this band name. What do you think? And so pitched it to her. And um, yeah, we went with it. Yeah. He nice. should have a book of poems somewhere, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. is there a Kyle Prezina book of poems somewhere? There should be. There should be. <laughs> Your You're very deep. If, you, if, if there's not, you should be start working Sample on that. So that way you can publish that later, that book later in life. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm sure there's like some some journals all around that have never been compiled, the, the, the secret poems of Kyle Prezina. Because I was kind of hoping for the, you know, it was like the Asian dish thing story or something. Like there was somebody who said Sukeso. Sukeso. And that's how Sukesos came to me. No. It's really no, it's really cool that but it, it has transformed into more meaningful name. We're like sojourners kind of Okay. Yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. You know, traveling we're not ever gonna arrive in this life. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. got a song that, that talks about that actually. We didn't yeah. plan on playing it today, but maybe we will. Who knows? Maybe. Okay. Ooh, exciting. (laughs) Well, now that we're staying with the... I want to stay with the stage real quick. Is there anyone you have shared the stage with? Individually, Individually or together that has inspired you guys? Hmm. Let's see. One time I did a show with... um, a band called Moon Taxi down in Alabama, which actually I our, love Moon Taxi. Our friend Julie Ruth, who's here with us today, actually helped us get that. Hi, show. Hi Julie. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we uh, we loved playing on stage with um, Moon Taxi. They just are amazing musicians, and uh, it was a really fun show. So that was a that was a great experience, definitely. And uh, I I got the opportunity to perform at uh, We Love Christian Music Awards back in February, and so Amazing. I got to nice. I got to perform with Elisa Turner. I don't know if y'all know her. She's a um, worship Christian artist, and um, Jasmine Murray, and um, Iron Bell Music, and uh, several other musicians and like people that are in the industry. And I just, I was like, this is crazy. Like I can't, I couldn't believe I was on the same stage as them. And, and it was just one of those moments where you're like, thank you, Lord. Like, this that's was, awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was just, you know, I, cause I, I'm not signed. I'm, you know, I'm an indie artist. And so right. it, it was just cool to have that experience and that kind of exposure maybe, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. it was really cool. Nice. Now that we're all nice and comfy, and we've gotten to know each other a little better. How about a song? How about you tell us what song you're going to play? Tell us a little about it and go. For sure. So we're going to play a song that's going to be on our debut full length that we're currently working on. We're releasing a song every month. Uh, so far we've released, uh, probably by the time this episode airs, our fourth single will be out Monday. But then uh, we're going to do a song every month. And this one will come out near the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one kind of tells our story. It's called Suitcase Soul. Singular. <laughs> Southern soil 
eastern sun Roots go deep And we've only just begun I made my bed under Tennessee moon And drove all night Till I found my way to you The journey is long And the road is steep But I don't make no promises That I know I can't keep so come on round the side, take a ride with me Throw my soul and an old leather suitcase Throw my story on the edge of my sleeve It's a long, long way to look into where I'm going Gave my heart to the love of a lifetime All I got now is all I'm ever gonna need It's a long, long way, all I know is that we're going I got a suitcase, so There's a crack in the windshield, a couple chips in the paint. I know it ain't perfect, and I ain't no saint. But I don't need the Lord to send another sign. Cause I'm still thankful for the miles behind. I'm proud of where I come from, though I haven't yet arrived. My soul in an old leather suitcase So my story on the edge of my sleeve It's a long, long way for I get to where I'm going Man upstairs says I'm gonna be alright Hand on the Bible that I've known all my life It's a long, long way All I know is that we're going I got a suitcase, so over here Gacy's all over <laughs> guys that was amazing so yeah, cool very cool really good we're all over here just like jamming, jamming out up. Gosh, I, I want guys. six more wow. songs you got yeah. time for that I'm ready for the album concert. where can I buy the album yes Man. well the That's album's exciting. gonna come out early next year but the singles are coming out one at a time uh, each month and, and they're on Spotify Apple Music iTunes all of that yeah. sort of stuff 
they're everywhere. So they're, they're coming each month, one at a time. So tell us a little bit about the independent scene and building your name. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, I love that question. Yeah. It's, it's a loaded question. <laughs> I think, well, fire. <laughs> right. Fire away. Well, I mean, this is Music City, and I can True. attest yeah. to the fact of how hard it is to try to get recognition in this mm-hmm. city. So, I mean, definitely a lot of avenues, but just kind of getting right. your take on, mm-hmm. you know, um, what do you think about the scene? Because it was a different scene when I was doing this from what it is today. It's mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing we love right off the bat about the Nashville scene is how much camaraderie it seems to be here Mm -hmm. um we're very new to the city at the time of this episode we've only been here a couple months or so two months okay and um so already we've gone to a bunch of local shows and stuff like that and uh, have already met so many loving wonderful talented people who seem to be really open to just say how can we help and Mm -hmm. let's hang out let's get a coffee and talk about music and talk about, you know, how they got to where they are and, and to be interested in helping people like us. So I think as far as the Nashville scene goes, we've felt a lot of love already, even though, you know, it's so quote unquote saturated with people. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of room for artists who really genuinely care about their fans and care about other people to, um, to come in and do something. And uh, so something we really believe in, in fact, we were talking about it on the way here, um, is just kind of one-on-one interactions with people. And Mm -hmm. I feel like those are really where the magic happens. And like we've said, we're just starting out as a band, but one thing that we want to really keep at the center of our, um, of our operating and and our beliefs is just um, valuing those conversations that we have with people. Like, uh, you know, I think it was Taylor Swift who said, like, if you want 50,000 fans or like to sell 50,000 tickets, you got to talk to 50,000 people, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, however, that takes form, you know, whether right. it's on social media or just meeting people at a show or at the grocery store or whatever, like, I feel like those interactions are, are really um, what counts. And so, that's, mm-hmm. uh, we, we would never uh, want to miss an opportunity to just uh, make a friend, you know, build Absolutely. a friendship relationship Absolutely. with people. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So um, I want to ask, I always like the, the, the thought process of writing songs. <clears throat> Excuse me. My father was a big songwriter. and Oh, awesome. And I always just love the process of it. So what are some creative processes that you guys use when writing songs? Like, sure. For your yeah. songs. Well, there, I will come up. Personally, I'll just come up with something in my head and I'll grab my phone and just record it in the voice memos. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, oh, technology. Oh, technology. <laughs> like, without my voice memo, I would... I don't I don't know what I would do. I was do. doing this back in the mid-90s. <laughs> with your tape deck? Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. <laughs> that's really good. There you go. That was a good... <laughs> but yeah, like, that. that's kind of... A lot of the times, um, that's where the ideas will come. Kyle um, is really good, obviously, he's phenomenal guitar player and so a lot of times he'll just pick pick it up and he'll just start playing something and it'll just kind of happen naturally where melodies will will come and then um but it's really exciting because we're kind of like okay well what do we want to say and then sometimes lyrics just kind of come to you and you're just like blah Mm -hmm. and um and um and then you just kind of build around what you just 
said. Um, but it's really fun because it's really cool to make n- something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, for us, the songwriting process, I feel like we've just, I know it's been really natural and really easy. You know, Do you have an open process? Like, are you willing, are you able to surround yourself with other people and everything? Or do y'all just like lock yourself in the room and go, let's yeah. make this song. Oh, that's it. That's like pretty much what it is. Except <laughs> it, instead of a room, it was usually our backyard back in. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. 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 On a, it was, I think Sunday afternoon was the time when we knew we would never have anything scheduled. So was, we would just go out, we'd get a blanket, throw it out there. And we were just committed to staying there, you know, as yeah, long as, yeah, as, yeah. as long as it yeah. took yeah. for that song to appear. Right. That's and really so good. Actually, the next yeah. one we're going to play was one that was written fully in the backyard sacred songwriting place. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we, we would just make a habit of doing that and making right. the space for it and then um, just seeing what would happen. And, and, so their yeah. blanket of solitude is where they <laughs> the blanket of solitude. Songs. <laughs> 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 yeah. if, it was a, if it was a Superman blanket, it would be super epic. that's great no but you can just be inspired like at any time though that's true and so that's that's why it's true too you just like it's important as songwriters to get the voice memo thing when an idea comes to you or grab a notepad and just write the thoughts out then and there and that's what we both do all the time maybe too much when we're we're at work yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need those TPS reports. But I got a song. I got a great song in my head. Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything about the music industry that you would change? Hmm. Oh man, Getting this deep. is a very loaded question. Getting deep. Yeah. These are all loaded questions. Yeah, but we're about to get. We're getting know, into the toughies right now. You know, Being that the industry has changed, and you know, yeah. especially it's, it's from different. our day. Sure. You know, what is it about today that, you know, like, you know, getting we, in? We have or, social media right, now. Right, we have, right. there's a, just a completely different environment. YouTube, there's, you know, right. so many different avenues for getting mm-hmm. your content out there. But yeah, I, I feel like for me, it's just from a business standpoint, it does seem a bit harder to actually make a living out of this mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because people aren't buying, going to the store and buying your album. They're right. streaming. That time is gone. Right. Um, so, and then the st- maybe I, it's issue with Spotify, maybe or streaming services. But I do wish that artists would be more compensated for those streams um, because that's literally nothing that we make right. from all of the, the 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 monies that we put into the record. Yeah, that was going to be my, my next question. Do you think so, Spotify and iTunes and the streaming services? Mm. And I've got a different answer from her, but she, I'm gonna, so you go. My perspective is. It, from a business standpoint, it's uh, the industry has almost turned the music itself to a loss leader. Yeah, and your mm-hmm. live show has become the product. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's right. that's what I was going right. to say. It, right. I, I definitely agree with and that, that concept. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm not against that idea. It just it just kind of like it, it seems it, like it sucks. Don't it get me sucks. wrong. Yeah, it, don't get me wrong. It it's sucks. It's just how it is because yeah. it, nobody unless unless they really support you and they want to bring home. Uh, like you said, from the live show, a mm-hmm. souvenir of that, they'll pay the ten dollars or the, or the forty five dollars, you know, whatever for the vinyl, yeah. to capture that experience right. and to support you because they have an emotional connection with you. But as far as having to spend the money in order to listen to that, that's gone because yeah. they can listen for free and they can listen for ten bucks a month to yeah. whatever they want, right? You know, or whatever the price is. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, to treat the music as a loss leader, although it's tragic. It's tragic. I feel like it's the only way in this market. In it this is the current only way. market, right, and right. I don't know that that's ever going to change. <clears throat> so what we have to do is we have to become 
people who create a brand around the music and yeah. a right. series of products and experiences and tickets and whatever else yeah. people can pay for, you know, right. subscription fees on Patreon or something like that. T-shirts. T-shirts, exactly. Merch. And it's funny, like, we, it's kind of like we've become like these peddlers of <laughs> products, you yes. know, and we just happen to play music and that's like the draw that gets people to do well, You almost to have do to that. these days with yeah. music. I mean, it's the same thing with the movie industry. Movie theaters don't make money off the ticket sales no more. It's, wow. the, concessions. it's the concessions. That's so amazing. That's, you have to yeah. you have to think of music almost the same way. Spotify, right. mm-hmm. iTunes, music, right. Apple Music. Mm-hmm. So to clarify, because I think I heard two different sides here. Marcy, you're kind of against the Spotify, iTunes Streaming. thing because you think you those are avenues that you think it could earn you extra money. But on this side, Kyle, you think that this is a good way of getting your name out. And using the live performances to use ways to create revenue. I think it's the only way to think about it because it's just where we are. Like um, people will always move towards what's easier and what's more convenient and what's more cost effective. Mm -hmm. And so streaming via mobile, mobile everything, has become the way you know to consume music. And although before people had the luxury, uh, I'm talking about on the industry side, the luxury of being able to print music to physical discs and yeah. be See, able to sell those that time that was the beauty of when I played mm-hmm. was that people <laughs> actually when they we would sell you know 30 40 50 CDs at every, at every show mm-hmm. right but we mm-hmm. had we didn't have social media so we didn't right. have the marketing and the way to get sure. our name right. out there sure. right. so there's give and take on both right. there's see, good and bad yeah. on both sides that's really yeah. interesting I, I agree I agree and it's not like it's not I don't disagree with him and anything that he's saying because streaming is not going anywhere. It's, yeah. You know, you know, so it, it would be nice though, if they paid the artist more. Yes. That, right. that, that, would, that would be, I think they're struggling. If we think about them as the business owners, you know, Spotify, I'm, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I can't imagine they're making that much money, you know, because right. it's, it's probably hard to balance you know all these subscription costs with paying people out and not just paying because the they're paying out a lot of royalties on exactly, the other side of that paying the songwriter yeah. mm-hmm. paying the label whatever however it works the publisher mm-hmm. and so there's all this money this this flow i feel like the, the the it's almost like a bubble has popped yeah and there's a vacuum there you know of, of money and so but i think there's hope even though i do agree with you like it would be nice if the if the songwriter and the artist were paid you know more per stream because like per Listen, I'm sure the numbers have gone down, but I think there's a great opportunity now because people have such access to get anybody plugged in at any time with very low risk on their part. You know, you can Mm -hmm. introduce people to your music and they don't have to buy something right away. I think that can be a really beautiful thing if we talk about, you know, making relationships with people. And if you do it the right way, I really think that people can come back and, and, uh, spend a little money on mm-hmm. something else because they believe in you and because they feel mm-hmm. a connection with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. if we can make that happen more, I feel like the, the independent artists could, could yeah. really make a living. Yeah, and it's just about making those relationships and getting the people to pay to come see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really funny. We, um, so our, my, my former band is still online. We're on iTunes and every Spotify and everything. And we have our uh, publishing set up and everything. And we have an account where all of our streaming revenue goes into and we, it's been there for over 10 years <coughs> oh, sure so we check it we get together every year have a beer and check it just to see what it is and the la- last year we got together and checked it and in the last almost 11 years it's earned 28 dollars yeah mm-hmm. 
You're rich. <laughs> You're rich. Okay, but Roll speaking speaking as the speaking, let, let, let's put our consumer hats on. Mm-hmm. The ones who like you know we have a lot of musicians in the place, but let's let's act like we're the consumer here. Yeah. Speaking as the consumer, if you made that available, like I loved going. Me mm-hmm. and Ryan grew up buying albums and oh, going yeah. to the record shop oh, yes. and buying the album. Mm-hmm. And I have Tower no problem. Records. Well, uh, Phonolux for us. Uh, nice uh, media play. And yeah, and <laughs> but I love I love buying the album, and I have no problem going back and buying the album. Sure, mm-hmm. but if you know when you as someone who is paying for it. If you put two together, hmm. you know, buying the album and a s- subscription service where I could pay 10 a month and save the money and listen to the album, mm-hmm. I will do that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but if you took one away, I would have no problem going back to buying the albums mm-hmm. because, sure. but as a you know, society, it will, as a it's, society, not, it's, it's not going back. It's right. taken, it's right. taken, I think it, you can redirect it <laughs> and uh, take word. it back to, uh, you know, like, I don't know, maybe by the genre. And you can have, I don't know, like uh, there's a way to raise the price per, you know, maybe per genre or something. And maybe the musicians would make a little well, bit more I on always, the business side. I always hoped when like CDs were dying out and digital was coming in, I was always hoping that music would do what movies do. You know, if you go out now and you buy a Blu-ray, you get a free digital copy. Sure. So you have mm-hmm. a you buy the hard copy and then you get a digital copy for your leisure. And I was always hoping that music would go that way. That oh, I'm going to go buy this CD and I can listen to the CD in my car or if I want it on my phone, I put in a code and redeem the CD and the artist yeah. still gets mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there was something about going to the record store and looking at that CD, looking at the back right. of it, listening to the CD right there in the oh, store. I would like spend in Barnes hours. and Noble oh, yeah, or something, you scan it and then you listen oh, on the yeah. headphones. I love well, that. Well, oh, yeah, my experience it. was we literally got open physical copies of the CD. We would switch them out, put them in and listen to them and I'd sit there and listen to music forever and oh, I would yes. and I'd come out spending 100 bucks on albums. Oh yeah. Right. And, yeah. and the thing I loved about it and Matt can can tell you I'm horrible at lyrics. I love music. I'll listen to it. And the lyrics that I'm dyslexic, they come in my mind and I sing what I think is supposed to be there. So I love that you could buy a CD and the lyrics were yeah. in the yeah. case, the you know, physical, the physical yeah. lyrics. So it right, was, right. it was so I liked awesome. That, a lot too. that was nice. Mm-hmm. So awesome. And yeah. I missed that. Um, um, do you have, I, I got to ask this question. You guys are a duo, mm-hmm. but I still have to ask, do you have anything solo? That you guys are doing or have done? Yeah. Yeah, Marcy definitely does. She's focusing a lot on that. I'll let you talk about that, Mars. Yeah, so I, I'm a contemporary Christian artist, and I've been doing that... Uh, oh, gosh. I feel like I've been doing it for forever. Your whole um, life? Yeah, my whole <laughs> life. Seriously. Like, We've been just, doing this our whole life, too, just uh, not a microphone in front of us. <laughs> right? Um, no, I, gr- growing up in the church and singing and then learning how to play guitar, learning how to write songs, it's, it's you know, it's it's been forever. And so I've always had the dream to have, you know, my song on radio someday for Christian music. And so that's still a goal of mine. Um, it, and so I, I'm still trying to figure out after now having moved to Nashville, how to navigate that career. Um, because I love, I love writing about Jesus. I love worshiping. I love, you know, Amen. uplifting songs and encouraging people in their, in their everyday life. Um, and so that is like such a huge 
part of my heart. And it really, and like, you know, ever since marrying this guy, you know, Suitcase Souls has come into the picture and they're both so, 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 so great. And, and they just, but they're both so different. And so there is a part of me individually that is like, this is my stuff. I have to go sit for, right. uh, you know, I have to do that often. I have to go write my stuff for a while and mm-hmm. then I can come back because it kind of refreshes me, you know, right. and I'm, I know right. it does the same for him. Um, just where I can write that and I can go perform that and I can go do that because I know that it's just something that I love to do and something that God's kind of just, you know, poured into me to say to people. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that and focusing on that at the same time, but it's kind of more right now kind of taking a back seat because we're really trying to make Mm -hmm. this work, um, the duo and, um, Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're just kind of hopeful that anything with music works. Yeah, you know? right. You know, right, so right. well, you have some music videos, and I've seen a few of them, and they are really good. Mm. Like I will say, I will just I will name drop it. Timeline <laughs> is an amazing music. <laughs> he video. Oh, he played that for you. me yesterday. It was really good. Thank really you good. so much. That means so much. Thanks. That was the one that Tom showed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. So. I have been writing songs since I was like 12 years old and always wanted to be a professional songwriter. And, um, and so more than like a, a solo artist sort of career, I think for me, I'm pursuing writing songs in several genres and trying to get them placed in movies and TV and licensing nice. and stuff like that. And nice. really just cool. getting into that world. And it seems like a really, really cool world. Um, because I love movie writing. soundtracks is a is a revenue stream. Oh, that, for sure. I mean, that's if you get into yeah. that world, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Right. That's soundtracks huge. and not only the soundtracks and the sound bed, but like the the songs that are placed in there too. Mm-hmm. Like are two really really um, interesting worlds, you know, to yeah. me for sure. Yeah. And uh, they could, you know, it'd be nice. Uh, someday if they kind of transformed into the quote unquote day job, you know, oh, the, absolutely. the thing we could do that's yeah. very musically related, you know, yes. that's um, just kind of a, a, a paycheck and something mm-hmm. that we can hopefully someday raise a family uh, doing and uh, let the, the artist careers kind of be a passion thing, you know, that we do for fun on the side. And so it's not so much pressure, you know, right. to, yeah. to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. why isn't Spotify buying my diapers, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so that, I think that's and, for me, that's where I'd really like to head. Yeah. And okay. I just want to, I, I know I'm biased, but I do want to brag on him. Like he's a phenomenal songwriter. He can write a song and I'm not, and I'm not kidding. He can write a song in like 30 minutes and it needs no, Fixing. She has mm. to say that. No. <laughs> and, and, no, but it's really, it's, it's kind of annoying. Hey man, it's like, let, well, your, let your wife brag on you. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't happen very often usually <laughs> in a marriage. Let her brag on that was part of the prenup. She has yeah. to brag on me. No, it's just, it's just kind of, well, it's kind of annoying. You're like, oh, why does he have to write, be a perfect songwriter? Uh, and for me, it just takes a little bit longer, like individually, but like, yeah. he's just like, and it just sounds perfect. And I'm like, uh, that was a perfect whatever. impression, by the way. But ding 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 ding. Julie, did you get that on? Did you get that on camera? <laughs> no. I did have one more question. Um, speaking of songwriting, what do you guys think? I don't know if you're familiar, but the new law that just passed that was signed for songwriters to now get royalties for their money now and from the past, back before this law was written and went to the government. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. songwriters back in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. would not get royalty if it was played wow. on Spotify. They're wow. still trying. There's that that did pass, but they're still 
controversy on how they're going to actually fund it because sure. yeah. it goes back where to the right. it goes back right. to the labels to well, determine they, how they, they and when said, and where they pay all. They that have out. said now right. that it will take place from when the ball the law was signed and music played now. Stuff mm-hmm. in the past cannot be paid uh, for. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Gotcha. So okay. it's okay. it's from now like I think it was last July or August. I remember when from that, that day okay. from that day. Even, so you're saying it was so if it was written in the 50s, Correct. everything qualifies. It's just when it gets played and used from here from from here on you can't they said you can't you can't figure out what's been played in the past so so what was the question (laughs) the question is i what are your were you aware of the law being passed i remember reading because now you now as a songwriter you have more rights and more money towards spotify apple music anything Mm -hmm. that's streamed and before Mm -hmm. you know things in the past it wasn't it wasn't very much money i think that's it's a really cool thing um, because I think songwriters, we have a temptation, at least for me personally, to devalue our art and to bring it kind of down a couple notches, you know, because um, it's it's a tricky thing. It's, it's a really subjective art, right. mm-hmm. you know, and it's like... Um, it doesn't feel like it, it carries, you know, the weight of certain other careers, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. uh, so I feel like it's it's a really cool step in the right direction, definitely for for people in our industry, and for us, we're still in the stage where we're really hungry and we're really willing to take all kinds of different gigs and stuff, right. and we haven't made a ton of money, you know, in the songwriting field itself. And so we're coming from a perspective of kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, that, that sounds great, you know, yeah. more, more money, right. but it's not super real to us yet, you know, for that reason. Um, but I do think songwriters who are doing this full time, you know, trying yeah. to mm-hmm. raise a family, they're literally putting in the hours every day, right. you know, right. writing songs. And, and, and it's a long process taking a song from nothing in your living room or, or you know, starting it. At, at some place where you can't record it and trying to rush, you know, somewhere to get it done and then get a nice demo done and then get it mm-hmm. recorded. And then, you know, somebody pitch it and it actually get placed and, you know, whatever the process needs to be, that can be a year and a half, three mm-hmm. year long mm-hmm. process. And so okay. right. the, the money, you know, comes way, way, way later than the work. And so it's interest mm-hmm. It's an interesting industry in that you don't necessarily right. clock in and then get paid That's true. two weeks right. later. True. You know what don't. I mean? You got to put in the legwork first and exactly. then the money comes later. So I'm all about, I mean, I think it's very, very cool that um, a law would, would be put into place that uh, honors that a little bit more. Yeah, I want to get you guys paid. <laughs> yeah. We want to be paid too because, you know, it's like... It, when it comes to songwriting and just music in general, like I know for us, like I don't know what else we should do. Right. You know, right. like we're not going to be an accountant <laughs> or a lawyer. Definitely like not. that's not what yeah. we're, you know, that's not what we're wired to do. And I just think that, you know, for us, it's just like, I don't know what else we can and should do because, yeah, it just the way that I think the God that God made us. So, you know, it's just like can we make an actual living from this? Can we have mm-hmm. a family with this? You know, can we have a house over? Right. See, know, that's so right. that's what that's the part I've always felt like the industry needed to get figured out is 
Um, the, it's, it almost seems like in order to do this for a living, you almost have to achieve superstardom or right. super popularity or something right. before you can just say, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. It's, right. it's really hard for the independent solo artist or do, mm-hmm. even a duo such as yourselves to make a decent living just doing this without a label and, you know, production company backing you up. You know, there should be a more formidable union, kind of like the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, wow. That makes sure... <clears throat> That you know, yeah. you know, for those who are well, established musicians, that's what the publishing companies are supposed to be. But it's you know, but you know, yeah. but you know, mm-hmm. with with actors, you know, even if they're not acting or haven't acted for two years, they get a limit, and they get benefits. They get they get uh, kind of like unemployment. They get sent jobs, and they have the choice and stuff like that. It's kind of like a formidable union for wow. actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is not acting is not something our society needs. Sure. It's something that we, it's a privilege to yeah. do and a privilege mm-hmm. to have. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mu- music has been around a lot longer mm-hmm. than right. acting. Right. So, you know, there should be something like that for someone who's been established yeah, around That's really or who's growing. Mm-hmm. There should be a formidable union or like a guild for musicians. Okay, Matt, go start it now. All right, I'm going to start it, a petition right. right now We're on Facebook, guys. <laughs> Matt, thanks for joining the show. We'll see you next time. All right, so um, one final question before we go to our next song. Um, what is? Do you have a, what the game? What is the game plan for Suitcase Souls for taking over the world? I mean, so uh, sure. so uh, album tour. What's the game plan? What do we got yeah. going on? You know, we have a s- several different things that that are really important to us that we would love to achieve. And we're really trying to figure out which ones are the most important right now. Like what you said, finish the album. That has to happen. We're working Mm -hmm. on that. We're really, really excited about that. We've got great people working on it. Uh, Touring, we've got, you know, we're looking for more help. So if any, you know, (laughs) shout out to anybody who wants a free internship. We've got, we we literally have, you know, job descriptions ready to to have some some people help us right now. But um, uh, as far as booking, like we would mm. love to go out and play shows. That's something that we've never done is put together our own tours, um, you know, that are longer than just a few dates long and really make it work and really make it profitable mm-hmm. and get people to the show. So that's a big goal of ours for the next year is to really mm. just go out. We love doing house shows. So if anybody wants to host us in a house show, <laughs> like anywhere across the country, we would love to come, you know, play in your house. So that and then I think the other really big push is going to be for us to write songs that are not necessarily going to be ones that we drop on Spotify, but we just kind of hold back yeah. and mm-hmm. demo up and try mm-hmm. to pitch for like movies and right. TV and, you know, Hallmark right. and that's great. Those kind yeah. of things, and so um, I that, see those are kind Gra- of our big pushes. I see you on Grey's Anatomy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Grey's Anatomy, uh, Grey's Anatomy vibe. I like okay. that. I'll take that. I yeah. like it. I, as far as like taking over the world, though, like that would be nice. Like if we could just like, <laughs> like, world this, domination. This, this duo is is pop a popular duo. You don't really have that, like. Sunny and Cher thing anymore. Like that's just like a duo that's like super popular. Yeah. You just got to make us cool. a promise that when you do take over the world in yes. ten years, you come back and you can give us all the tour fun stuff. <laughs> oh, you got it. Oh, it's yeah. A deal. Because there's we'll be here. My story was lame, and so we're gonna have to come back and tell you a better story. <laughs> 
I don't know. The, so petting, one, the so, petting horses and seeing them at the concert was a pretty good story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one year from now, we want we want a great story. We want yeah. some really good tour stories. You got it. You got it. All right. Okay. Oh, you're pointing at me. I should go, right? I should say something. Yeah, you know, Matt, we should, you know. <laughs> the show must like go on. <laughs> so we've established that I cannot do more than one thing at a time. They ask me to push a button to record, and then I see Wave pointing... All right, I think this is a good place uh, for another song <laughs> to avoid my electronic <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> Absolutely. So this next song we're going to play is called High Tide, and it's it's a happy song, but the lyrics are like more of like the journey of marriage or relationship. It's not always, you know, rainbows, unicorns. Mm-hmm. All that happy stuff. Okay. Amen. Amen. However, uh, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This song's called High Tide. I hope y'all like it. You told me not to worry about a thing. If we can't afford a diamond, wrap my finger in the string. I know you wanna treat me just like a queen So I'll give you half my kingdom if you reign with me Love you till we both die, love you till the sun rise, love you till I can't no more Love you through the hard times, love you through the high tide, love is what I'm fighting for I love you through the hard times Cause you are mine You are mine I love you through the highlights And the high tide High tide I love you Oh Hey, 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 hey I love you Oh Hey, 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 hey You always make me feel Like a stronger man you're holding up my world when you hold my hand There's only one thing about you that I can't stand It's that you finish all my jokes before you, you get the chance Love you till we both die, love you till the sun rise, love you till I can't no more Love you through the hard times, love you through the hard times, love is what I'm fighting for I love you through the hard times Cause you are mine You are mine I love you through the highlights And the high tide The high tide I love you Oh Hey, 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 hey oh. I love you Oh Hey, 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 hey oh. Hey, 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 hey oh. Oh, hey, 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 oh. 
Oh, yes. amazing. Wow. Thank, Thank you. Thank you that so was much. awesome. Bravo. Thank you. Marcy Coleman, Kyle Prezina. We are now Suitcase Soul. Yes. Fans. Yes. yes. We are on the bus to you taking over the world. Thank we you. are going to assist wow. this in every way we can. Gosh, guys. Um, if you are, if you are not following Suitcase Souls, please do. You are on Instagram, Facebook. Are you on Twitter? Yes. And so go on any social media and follow how them. Can, how can people find yes. you? Yes. Yeah. So our handle on everything is just uh, one word, Suitcase Souls. So you can check that out, and you can also jump on our email list. That's one of the best ways to keep up with us, as well as get a bunch of discounts on our uh, online store and stuff like that. And we send out, you know, special things for just our email list people, and they can find that by going to suitcasesouls.com. Suitcasesouls.com. You can mm-hmm. buy all their merchandise, mm-hmm. uh, assist the them in taking over the world. I'm, it, so they have to have an album called Taking Over the World. <laughs> um, so uh, do you have any shows coming up that you would like anybody to know about? We do. We have a show next Friday in Memphis. Um, it's at Crosstown Concourse. It's in the green room. It's at what time? Do you know what time is that? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. And um, we are. We always play Friday nights, sometimes Saturday nights, at the Ara Sushi Place here mm-hmm. in Nashville. It's, uh, on the West End there. Yeah. And um, that's a great place for people to come hang out with us if they mm-hmm. have not in there in the mm-hmm. Nashville area. We play there every weekend, um, and we plan on playing um a couple more shows over the summer we are going to go to alabama again um we went recently went to birmingham and so we'll just be we'll keep you posted and we're playing next so follow them on all their social media outlets their email uh their email list you can get their information go on their store and buy all their merchandise help them (laughs) run out of everything that would be nice yes Yes. um and uh, go to their shows. Um, you know, the more shows you go to, the more they can build. The bigger they can get in uh, Nashville, bigger they can get in Nashville, the quicker they can leave Nashville and go everywhere else, and help mm-hmm. us get more of this amazing music. Uh, that I, seriously, guys, I know they, I'm not just saying this because you're on our show. That yes. is some of the best music I've heard heard in Nashville in a long time. Yeah, man, oh yeah. fantastic! Uh, your voices mesh well. Like, it's a great duo voice. in harmony. And I'm gonna say, is, I'm a huge mark for stops in songs, oh, and right those on. I love them. Yes. I just when I hear them, I get goosebumps. I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome! Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for being on our show. Yes, yeah. and, oh man, thank you guys. Uh, and you, we have verbal contract. You will be back on our show whenever you take over the <laughs> one world. Year right? from yes. today. One year, right. one year, exactly. I just put it on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> That's Google Calendar, so it's official. That's right. All right, so announcements, Jim? Uh, yeah, so uh, coming up soon, be looking for uh, our episode 33 to drop. Um, it's going to be a really fun talk. We did. We were able to uh, uh, sit down and interview really quickly uh, Femi Taylor, for those who don't know who she is. She was the uh, Twilight slave dancer, Ula, in Ooh. Return of the Jedi, all painted in green. <laughs> Who uh, danced for uh, Job of the Hut? That was a really fun interview. Uh, so be looking for that show to come up. Um, not sure where you're hearing us today, but we are available on all the podcast outlets: Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. We're now available on iHeartRadio, and we've got another um, outlet coming very soon. Um, if you want to just go directly to our website, you can find us at theeclecticcollective.com. That's our website with our full archive of all of our shows, and you can listen to us online. 
Um, as we are recording today, we are three weeks out from the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Expo. Woo-hoo! Woo! Happening June 8th. Uh, we are so looking forward to that show. That's going to be an amazing show. Um, also, later this year, we're going to be at the uh, Imperial Commissionary Collectors Convention, ICCC. That's happening in September on the 13th, 14th, and 15th. We will be um, we will be there all three days, but be uh, looking out for when which day. We haven't decided which day we're going to go live and broadcast there yet, so be looking for that to come down. Um, also, uh, we tried to play with it today, but uh, video. Yeah. We're still working on the video. Uh, be looking. We for, will soon uh, be on Facebook Live. You could watch actually watch our podcast live as they happen. Yes, we're going to be doing some Facebook Live stuff, it. and uh, we're also going to be creating a YouTube channel. I'm not in charge. Of yeah, I was about to say, stuff. don't no. worry. <laughs> Jim don't and worry. I are on it. We're not letting Matt, Matt, Matt touch not any having of the technology. Anything to do with it, it. took me ten minutes to figure <laughs> out Facebook Live. <laughs> so uh, we and we also are going to uh, be launching. Uh, we're going to launch Facebook Live first. And yes. then once we get used to that, we're going to launch our YouTube channel. And then once we get used to that, we're going to have our uh, patron channel yes. uh, through Podbean. So I, I zoned out because I was thinking of High Tide by the Suitcase Souls. Go yes. to their website. I got yes. the website. Uh, did we mention Starbase? Uh, no, we haven't. Oh, mentioned, not yet. We have not mentioned Starbase. Yet. I, that, I don't pay attention. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to give a shout out to Judd Basil and Starbase 1552 yes. Comics. Um uh, for all your comic book and toy needs, please go check them out. They're in Franklin, Tennessee, or you can check them out at starbase1552.com. Is he that also, right? Yes. He mm-hmm. also does great if you're looking at new comics and want to hold box. He's the guy to go to to get that. So go see Judd over there at Starbase 1552. He also sends comics to be graded. in. <clears throat> that yes. is true. He's also a CGC license. So. Yes. And he's very, very, very trustworthy with your expensive CGC comics. Yeah. Anybody else got any announcements they want to throw in real quick before I go to the closeout? Uh, I don't know if we mentioned, but Suitcase Souls has a website. Yes, they do. Uh, Suitcase Souls dot com. I don't know if we mentioned that already. I just thought I don't I know. Throw that out again. Why don't you, know? you mention? Do they <laughs> buy their? What is the website again? I think it's suitcase. Is it Suitcase Souls I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Actually, it's uh, Suitcase Souls dot com. Okay. Oh, oh, that's oh, it. Okay. Okay. Got so there's it. an emphasis on the wait, 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 wait. Suitcase Souls Suitcase Souls dot com. Now you've got it. Now you've got it. Exactly. Wait, Kyle said it's. Dot, dot com. Dot com. But, Don't get it wrong. But what can I get there again? I think I think you can get shirts, underwear, underoos, CDs. <laughs> you're wrong. You can get everything, right? No. Tell it, 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 it's yeah. CDs, t-shirts. Actually, uh, it's just the shirts and the underwear. Yeah. Shir- shirts oh. and the underwear. Okay, Sign great. Sign me up for a pair of extra large. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 32. We, we sincerely want to thank Marcy and Kyle of Suitcase Souls yes, for coming out so and performing for today. Thank you. thank you for um, having us. We've no, had a great time. No, Anytime. Especially performing for us. That was amazing. Um, uh, we hope to catch you out live sometime. That would be fantastic. Yes. Let us know when your next one is. Um, We'd like to come out. Absolutely. Cool. It's uh, in Memphis and at a sushi place on West End. <laughs> I do pay attention <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. correct. We sometimes keep him around for the little things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to everybody listening out there, um, uh, if you like what you're listening to, please give us a rating on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. It helps get our show in front of a lot of new listeners. Um, and we definitely want to get this show uh, growing. Uh, we have lots of new, uh, lots of new live shows already booked, and more coming uh, your way. We want to meet and greet all of you at our live shows and give you a chance to be part of the show. You have to come out to see us live to find out more information on how you can do that. Uh, if you want to know where we're going to be and follow us, you can follow us on social media. You can use the handle at Nerdly Eclectic. Uh, 
You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and we are approaching our one-year anniversary, and so many big things are planned for the rest of the year. Um, I think we're catching the con bug, and the only prescription is to attend more. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, as we turn the page to our next chapter and continue to create tons of eclectic content and conversations, we hope you'll come along for the ride. Thank you all for listening to the Eclectic Collective, and we hope you join us next time. Until then, stay eclectic, everybody. You called me up on the telephone. You said you would treat me right. It was hard to call you original Cause I heard that a hundred times And we're sitting down at the dining now Though I told you I wasn't sure You said I wouldn't mind just taking my time Cause you're what I'm looking for I think it could be something good I think it could be something good I think it could be something good So why don't we give it a try? 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 Give it, why don't we give it a try? Why don't we give it a try? So don't you try to hold my hand till you can give me an answer. No, it takes two to tango with you, but I ain't much of a dancer. Now I'm weak at the knees, cause I know that she's the one that always gets away. So I'll give you a week to prove to me that she'll be the one to stay. I think it could be something good. I think it could be something good. I think it could be something good. So why don't we give it a try? 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 Why don't we give it a try?